Welcome to Growing Together, a podcast where we discuss all things that will help you find or create a conscious partnership. Join us each week as we discuss the topics and knowledge you need in order to attract, embody, and find true, true love. love. Hello and welcome back to the Growing Together podcast. We um, thought we'd do something a little bit more fun today. Um, So we're going to be chatting a little bit about relationship green flags. Everyone always talks about the red flags, but let's look at it on a more positive note and talk about the green flags. So we're just going to go through a list of green flags that show up in a relationship. Which are green flags, which means go. Um, and then I'm going to be asking Joshi to remember moments, surprise, <laughs> where sure. these green flags uh, flew in our relationship, just to make it fun. Okay. okay, so the first green flag is that they apologize when they are wrong. So I think this shows so much maturity and vulnerability vulnerability from someone when they can actually admit that they were wrong firstly and apologize secondly um that's true yeah i mean it it shows a lot of ownership within yourself not just your partner but also shows like um that you've dealt with a lot of your ego Mm. because when you are wrong and you're trying to fight that you that you're not wrong guess what happens you keep fighting back and forth but if you acknowledge that you were wrong guess what happens Exactly. Peace and harmony. I was actually putting a lesson together and I was talking about how when you do land up having an argument with a loved one, you get your emotions so rolled up that the point of your argument becomes being right and winning instead of resolving the conflict. That's true. So, yeah, I think this is an amazing green flag when someone is willing to admit that they were wrong and apologize. It Mm. shows personal growth. It shows personal development. And Mm. like we said from day one, a conscious relationship is when two people are constantly and consistently bettering themselves on an indiv- individual level and together as a couple. So that's green flag number that's, one. That's Do one. you have any memories of when... You're apologizing to me. Yes. That stood out. Um, to be honest with you, in the beginning, not so much. Well, that was purely, such a fierce. Because, <laughs> well, because I was, I don't remember, like... <laughs> most of my 20s <laughs> so yeah i do uh sasha fierce had come out a few times when we were very drunk sasha fierce is my drunken alter ego yeah she's hectic she's no longer there she's no longer there but still <laughs> um she came out and i was very confused as to like what is who is this person like what the hell like this is very confusing times for me mm-hmm. um and then the next day when we we made up and we saw each other um you did you apologized and like i'm so sorry for how i behaved and acted which I really liked. I thought, okay, well, she she was wrong. She was, I mean, I was also part to play, I guess. But your reaction was way overboard. And yeah, you apologized to me. And I was like, okay, that's that's really cool. She admitted she was wrong. I apologized back for obviously not handling the situation well. That's, yeah, it was a good sign. Amazing. I do remember that, Sasha. Feels, so. <laughs> oh, the memories. <laughs> okay, green flag number two is that their words and behaviors align. Oh, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Because you're not this, this uh, the old age old saying, talk is cheap. And that goes for it. Oh, word, I'll never do that again. I'm so sorry how bad. Guess what? And you keep repeating what you're doing, which means that you're actually just talking shit at the end of the day. You, you, you don't mean what you're saying. You're not mm-hmm. following through on your promises. Mm-hmm. So that person cannot be trusted. 100 percent and i think 
it's so important to remember that love is not a noun love is a verb mm -hmm. and that means love means actions and actions always speak louder than words mm -hmm. so this is such an amazing green flag when people say one thing and do what they say they're going to do because I can tell you right now I've been in so many relationships where I was told one thing and the actions were completely contradictory to what I was told and it just creates this inner conflict and this conflict within your relationship because there's this constant but you said this and you did this and it's it's just a never-ending well, tunnel if, if, if you're in a relationship and I've got to I'm in I'm in trouble now because I've done something wrong I'm going to say whatever you want to hear to get rid of that moment, that awkwardness, that I'm in trouble moment. Mm. A week later, two weeks later, I don't care anymore. I'm just going to carry on doing what I'm doing and I'm just going to apologize. You're going to forgive me and we're going to carry on. But that nothing gets resolved that way. Mm -hmm. You've lost trust in me because I've promised you something which I haven't delivered. And I'm guilty of that. I can just, as we're speaking about, I've got memories popping up. Like, okay, oh, that's, <laughs> that was me. That's definitely me. Uh, I try to do my best now to follow through when I say I'm, I'm not going to do this or I'm going to do that. Mm. But yeah, it's a big thing. That's huge for me. So tell me about a memory that pops up for you. No, I'm just in past relationships being told, listen, you said, <laughs> you, you said one thing to me and you completely just go and do, you go and disregard that and you keep doing it. You, you, do your words mean anything or you actually don't make mm. a change? And obviously at the time, I'm good with my words. I spin a story and now yeah, I'm forgiven, but I actually never took the, took the action to, to make a change. Mm. Yeah. I think it's so interesting because when Josh was still single, um, after his last relationship, he made a promise to himself that he was never going to be dishonest in a relationship again. Yeah. The goal must just accept him for who he yeah. is, being 100% yeah. honest, and that's that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's so um, aligned with words and behaviors aligning because yes. when you are honest, your actions and your behaviors are always going to align with what and you also, If you're honest, you cannot be caught out because mm. the truth will always come out in some way or form even down the line 10 20 years it's always going to come out so but if you're honest from the start mm -hmm. you can't lie you can't get caught up because you know it might be awkward and hard at first to say the honest truth or do the honest thing but afterwards you're cool because there's no way of you getting caught out what you're what you're covering love that <laughs> <laughs> okay green flag number three is that they encourage your connections with others this is a big one yeah I know, especially <clears throat> when I was younger in relationships, you almost let that person control your life, especially if you're with someone who has toxic traits. Um, maybe it's jealousy, maybe it's possession, maybe it's anger management, whatever it is. Um, that person tends to let you know what you can and cannot do. You can have these friends, you can't spend time with these friends. You can go here, but you can't go there. You know, there's always these rules that they put yeah. into your life that land up controlling you, which should never be yeah. in a relationship. If you have that communication and that honesty and that trust, there should be no rules. Yeah, because a lot of the time, the person giving those rules, you can't go out, you can't do that. They're probably the ones guilty of doing that exact same thing. Mm -hmm. 100%. 100%. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. <laughs> uh, so when you have a partner who actually encourages you to spend time with your friends, with your mm. family, whatever it may be, that is such a green flag because it already goes to show that that person doesn't have any hidden agenda of controlling you yeah. now or hopefully down the line. Sure. Also shows that that person's comfortable enough with themselves mm -hmm. to trust you enough to go and do whatever you feel doing. You break that trust, that person automatically now is 
going to be on the defensive. Guess what? Your life is going to be quite hard because they know what you're up to and mm-hmm. they don't want you to do that anymore. So I think that's just a, a red flag if that person is obviously not trusting you. But if you are the one that's giving them reason not to trust you, then you need to look at yourself as well. Mm. It's a two-way street. It's a two-way street. I love you, that. You can't be the one doing going out and having a job with your mates and selling your partner. Whoa, whoa, what are you doing? You can't go with your friends on a, on a, during the week. Yeah. It has to be a two-way street. Mm-hmm. There's no uh, place for hypocrisy. Yeah. Amazing. So instead of me asking you a memory about the screen flag, <clears throat> I actually want to talk about it because I think that's one of the most beautiful things about our relationship from day one was that we never told each other, you can do this, you can't do that. Yeah. Be home by this time. Mm-hmm. Don't go out with that friend. It was always go have fun. Yeah. Yeah, live your yeah. best life i'll see you when you get home if you're going to be late let me know just yeah. so that i can sleep well you know there's never been no there hasn't any control i think maybe that comes with age and maturity i suppose also in a place where you you okay with who you are so that you don't have to worry about your partner because mm-hmm. i mean a lot of the time when you're insecure and jealous about your partner it's generally because you've got an issue with yourself Mm-hmm. or it could just be or from you, past, or traumas. past traumas yeah mm. so there could be a, a few factors for that but it's just a sign that you have some work to do some yeah, healing definitely to do. definitely amazing okay green flag number four they speak about their ex-partners with respect yeah that's good mm. that is good i think this has been a huge um well the past few mm. months have been a huge period of shadow work and diving deep into my psyche and my past and my toxic cycles that I found myself in and ex-partners it's such a touchy subject and a like trigger warning because it's it can be so hard to speak about your ex with respect especially if it ended in a horrific way but it shows so much personal growth maturity whatever all those beautiful things when you can speak respectfully about your ex-partners yeah you know a lot of the time after the breakup there's always going to be heightened emotions on both sides so from the one side his mates will be like oh my god what a bitch she's this she's that from her side what about that he's achieving this so you're always going to have that influence of other people helping you it's okay he was a doer she was a doer Mm. you know that doesn't help either and also because the, the, the hurt and the emotion is so strong in the beginning, all you're looking for is the negatives in that person mm-hmm. to justify why you're not with them to make yourself feel better. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then over time, you start to realize if you actually take a step back, you realize half the time you were just as to blame as that person. So you can actually start looking at the positives and, and learn from that. Mm-hmm. So I'm also guilty of, of bad-mouthing uh, ex-partners because of the breakups. But also if I look back at it now, a lot of that was down to me and, and, mm-hmm. and my part, I had to play in it. Mm-hmm. I was actually going to say with my like digging deep into my past relationships I've always put the blame on them and I sat down one night and I was really just thinking about it and realized that I was as much to blame as they were I'm not saying that what they did was right but I'm not saying that what they did was um what's the word like unwarranted unjustified yeah and it can be the shittest thing. It could be cheating. It could be abuse. Whatever it is. You generally do play some kind of a role. Yeah. And if you don't, because there's always this situation where you just dated an absolute asshole or bitch. 
a little exercise you can do if you're finding it really hard not to speak respectfully of your ex is to just have gratitude for the lessons that you learned yes. from that partner. You learned what you don't want, the red flags to look mm. for, how to um, handle yourself in unfortunate situations. There's so many lessons that you take from any partnership yeah. you have. So if anything, if you're struggling to look back and see any light from these relationships, look at the lessons that you gained from being with this person and everything they might have put you through and really just have gratitude for that. Because when you start to reframe memories with a sense of gratitude, it already lifts the vibration and lifts that kind of icky feeling yeah. off your shoulders because you are reframing the way that you look at that situation. Exactly. Righty, red flag number five. They communicate clearly and honesty. I mean, that should. Yes, <clears throat> honestly, sorry. <laughs> We've spoken about communication yeah. at length, but this, if you have someone, if you start dating someone who really is just amazing at communicating everything with you and communicating honesty, that's a green flag in itself. I don't yeah. think we even need to touch more on no. that. <laughs> Okay, next one is that they set, honor, and respect boundaries. Okay. Yeah. So boundaries are basically putting things in place that let the other person know how you will and will not allow to be treated. Yeah. So whether it's time boundaries or space boundaries or whatever boundaries it may be, being able to set and actually enforce and honor these boundaries in a relationship is so 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 important because as soon as you cross someone's boundaries it's a sign of disrespect to that person even if you might not be realizing that yeah. you're crossing a boundary and that's why the communication of those boundaries yes. is so important because if you do not communicate the partner doesn't know which bound what, what your boundary line is exactly so really if you are in a relationship now whether it's been 10 years or 10 days really start to think about the boundaries that you would like to set in place with your partner and then sit down with them and just chat about it with them. Because like we said, if, if that person doesn't know where your boundaries are, you can't get upset with them if they cross your boundaries because they don't know that they're yeah. crossing boundaries. Yeah. And even if they do know and they cross them, it's a perfect opportunity for you to yeah. bring it up with them and be like, this is a situation where I feel like boundaries are being crossed because these are my boundaries this is what's happened just to yeah. remind because some people might understand the boundary but not understand it in motion in or, action or be able to communicate it properly mm. okay so that's an amazing green flag i love that one okay next one is that they show up authentically and offer you space to do the same if you are in a relationship where you are not 100 authentically being yourself it's a sign that you need to reassess that yes. relationship. Correct. I think a lot of us go into relationships for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can hear Dobby breathing in the background there. Um, but at the end of the day, your relationship is only going to be as successful <coughs> as raw and real and honest and authentic mm -hmm. that you are with your partner. <laughs> Because a lot of the time, even you, you don't even have to have your partner try and make you who they want to, them to you to be. A lot of the time, you yourself will be like, wow, okay, this person likes a bad boy. So let me try and be a bad boy. Or she might like this or might like that. So you try and be a person you think that they want you to be. 
mm-hmm. who's not being true to who you really are. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that has nothing to do with them. They haven't told you to be anything. It's just you almost think, okay, this person assume you assume this person likes a certain person. Mm-hmm. And that's also not being true to who you are. 100%. And it'll show in the relationship down the line. No, you know, that's definitely that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Like you go into these relationships with false pretenses of who you are, what you like, favorite activities, you know, whatever it is that you bend and mold according to what you think your your partner wants. And then you get to this point in your relationship where you guys just start to clash and you can't figure out why. And it's because you've had to become something that is not you anymore. And that person loves that idea of the person that you've pretended to be, but it's not you at soul level. And unfortunately, relationships (laughs) like that are never going to work because we're never going to be happy. They might work. They might, you might hold on to them, um, but they're never going to give you ultimate fulfillment and happiness mm. because you are not being loved for who you truly are. That's exactly right. Do you have a moment that reminds you? Yeah, I just obviously just never, um, like I said, just assuming that the person there wanted me to be a certain way, act a certain way, mm. dress a certain way, listen to certain types of music. Mm. Whereas I didn't really like the music or the way they dressed or the attitude, but I thought this is going to get me in there. This she likes, yeah. she likes this kind of guy because mm. you, know, you, you just assume that. And how did that turn out for you? No, <laughs> not well at all. Case in point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next green flag is that they are intentional about resolving conflict. So I mean, we kind of touched on this with the first green flag of apologizing when you're wrong, but. Intention is a beautiful recipe for anything, I think. When you go into anything with an intention, you have focus of what you want to achieve. So in conflict, I think it's so important to always just stop and take a deep breath and remember, I want to resolve this issue, not I want to fight with my partner until I can prove that I'm right. (laughs) And that will always be such a beautiful way to start any conversation or argument, whatever it may be, because you've already gone in with the intention that you want to resolve, not to win. And everything, every decision, every word you say after that will be in line with that intention. Mm -hmm. Spot on. Okay. Next one is that... They are actively working on growth and healing. I feel like we've touched on most of these things, everything, but if your partner is not doing any, anything that's pushing them out of their comfort zone or facing their fears or making them grow a little bit or making them learn a new skill or anything that essentially is up-leveling you to a new version of yourself, you're both going to get stuck. And you might find that one partner decides they're going to work on themselves they get a bit of oomph and then all of a sudden what happens to your relationship oh no we, we just we just grew apart going in different directions mm. you know that could have been avoided mm. because i mean i would feel the same way and i suppose you would too if you were out training doing your yoga putting in work after hours really working on yourself in every aspect and you get home and there's big daddy lying on the couch fat drinking lagies chai <laughs> biltong watching netflix how's your day yeah no i'll work tomorrow i mean that to me you're completely out of sync with each other Hmm. it's not to say that you both have to be doing the exact same things but i think it's just seeing in your partner that motivation that drive that vigor for improving themselves but it's an attractive quality to see Mm. in somebody else 
And it can be anything. Yeah. It doesn't mean no, no, sure. if your partner doesn't train, it doesn't no, mean not he's not that. working on himself. Maybe he's building his business or maybe he's doing some kind of a course to up level or maybe he's started uh, meditating or yeah. like journaling. Because you're going to be vibrating on different frequencies. Mm. If you are a healthy person working on yourself, your energy levels and your vibrations is completely different to a person that's just eating junk and not, not really putting in anything yeah. to themselves. So you're going to be vibrating on different kind of frequencies in your mm. relationship. So it's never going to really align either. Mm. And I think that's how couples do grow apart yeah. because maybe one person is working on themselves, motivated mm. to achieve some specific goal where the other one's just kind of stuck yeah doing the same thing every day same thing every weekend going on the same holiday every december and it just their values don't align anymore because the one person's striving for more where the other one's just complacent in where they are yeah true. so it is so important to actively work on growth and healing individually and together as a couple yes okay green flag i don't know what number we on they share compatible goals for the relationship we spoke about this in our goal setting yeah. episode. So if you missed that, you can go and have a listen to it. But there's nothing better than coming together and having shared goals as a couple. And it doesn't have to be in every aspect of life. Maybe it's one thing, maybe it's four things. Um, like we have a bucket list that we're busy compiling of places we want to go. Doesn't mean we're going to go to all of them. Doesn't mean that we'll, yeah, yeah even if we only go to two of them, the point is that we are getting excited together about yes. the, uh, the potential of achieving certain things together. Mm -hmm. So maybe find two or three things that you and your partner have in common. Like me and Josh love adventures and being outdoors. So we've got hiking goals together and we've got holiday goals together. We also have common goals of undoing certain limiting beliefs. So we find courses that we can do together. It's just that extra level of bonding and companionship and excitement together i think it's so so important that you have shared goals and um, it's, shared nice, it's nice to see the part the person you're with um wake up and you can see that they're happy and they're excited to do what they're doing because that's that makes you feel good because it shows that your partner the person you really care about is in a good space mm. they happy where they are and also that's just going to make your life better because you're not going to have a miserable partner who's down and out who's you know oh, this is so hard this sucks because that drags you down along with your partner mm. but if you're both striving to be better in whatever aspect it is aren't you going to put each other with you're going to put each other up mm. now imagine trying to pull someone up a hill that wants to go down the hill but you want to go <laughs> up the hill it's a lot harder than if you both go together yeah sit there take a pit stop together I check out that. the view mm. and just experience it together it's, mm. I love that. And also think about it like, think about the feeling you get when you achieve your own personal goal. Now think about how you'll feel with your partner if you achieve a goal together. It's like that times yeah, two 100%. with a partner, celebrate together. So it's mm -hmm. just such a beautiful thing when you do have common, common goals. goals. Okay. And then the last green flag is that they make you feel seen, seen heard and appreciated. So we'll do an episode on love languages, but in any relationship, if you stop showing your partner that they are seen, that they are heard and that they are appreciated, resentment will grow. Mm -hmm. Distance will become more distant. Yeah. Um, it's just, where's the, where's the fulfillment in a relationship where you aren't being heard, seen mm -hmm. or appreciated? So the reason I said we'll talk about love languages in, in next ep another episode is because 
everyone feels seen, heard, and appreciated in different ways. It might be gifts, it might be words of affirmation, it might be physical touch. Yeah. So firstly, it's important to figure out what love language your partner prefers. It might be one, it might be three. Um, but then that just makes it so much easier yeah. to make that person feel seen, heard, and, and appreciated mm -hmm. and validated because you can give them words of encouragement when you see they need it yes. or give them a big fat hug when you see they need it mm -hmm. or buy them a gift when you are proud of them and want, yes. you know, want them to know that you're proud of them. So I love this as a green flag yeah. in a relationship. Brilliant. I agree. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's you can often get people that rely solely on affirmation or sorry they rely solely on on people lifting them up you're mm -hmm. so beautiful you're so clever you're so smart and a day goes by and you're like so you didn't say i was beautiful or clever today what is wrong with you so you do get people that rely on people telling them that they're amazing for them to feel good about themselves mm. okay but that, i think that's different to a love language mm. okay that a love language it doesn't have to be done all the time and every day and i'm a word and, mm. You can you can tell when that real person is a little bit down, a little bit off, mm. and you've got that little walk there. It could be a little kiss on the shoulder. That just you know that could be your thing, and that, mm. that can make it can change the person's entire day. One hundred percent. We don't sit and text and WhatsApp each other all day. But every <laughs> now and then I get a message from you. Oh, I love you. I'm like, oh, cool. That's amazing. She's thinking of me. That's you know, that's yeah. Something small like that. That's our little love language we have. Mm. But it's not for everyone. Everyone's got their own way of one hundred percent of having a little trigger. And I love that you brought that up because I think it's so important to recognize when you are authentically supporting, seeing, hearing, validating your partner, or it's just coming from like a sense of need mm -hmm. or like an ego boost, yes. because think about it. There are people in relationships that say, I love you all the time, but do they really mean, mean it? Like it's just become a habit of saying, I love you. Yeah. So when it comes from a place of authenticity and from a real, just a real place. The meaning is so much more and you can tell when it's just like a habitual, yeah. I love you or a kiss on the mouth when you get home from work or whatever to when it's actually your partner seeing you and mm -hmm. telling you they're proud of you yeah. or giving you a hug because they can see you've had a bad day or asking you to sit with them, making you a cup of coffee and telling you to tell them about what was shit about today <laughs> so you can share in the pain together. So yeah, I think it's just so important to, to make sure that you do show your partner, whether it's once a day or once a week, just don't make it too, yeah, well, too distant between, but just to show them that you really do see them, mm. you really do hear them, and they really are appreciated. Yeah. Alrighty. Alrighty, man. Alrighty. Thanks, sure. guys, for listening. Short and sweet. We think. <laughs> <laughs> um, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Let us know on Instagram, and we'll catch you guys next week. Check you later. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much for listening. listening. For more, you can follow us on Instagram at Growing Together ZA. If you love this podcast, make sure you follow us so that you never miss an episode. And we would love it if you could give us a five-star review so that other people can find us and benefit from the knowledge that we share here. To do so, tap on our show in your podcast app, scroll to the bottom where it says ratings and reviews, and click on the stars to review. Until, Until next week, keep, keep it conscious. conscious.